0: Action Park Media.
1: Jessica, I always find it so funny that we're sharing all of these flashbacks here on the podcast because we have two totally different versions of what our flashbacks are. And I'm always sharing about being on The Bachelorette and The Bachelor and those funny stories. But do you have some good funny stories about Playboy?
2: You know, I followed this Instagram account the other day, and it made me kind of laugh. It was called the early 2000s of, like, basically Hollywood. And I keep forgetting, like, how big Playboy was a part of that. The club scene out here, the celebs that we would hang out with. I mean, that's how I met Kevin. Like, there was so many great great memories and like i said this before but i'll say it again all before social media totally so i feel like people could just be who they were and just kind of have fun without any consequences or getting judged and i am so grateful that i was able to live in those moments and have that much fun it's not like i was this crazy person but it was able to enjoy and live in the moment instead of just trying to film it for everyone else so i can just reminisce for days uh the kind of memories that I have at the Playboy Mansion I miss it I'm not gonna lie like it was some of the moments and some of the stories and some of the times and and it kind of makes me so I shouldn't say this but a little upset because I'm like oh my gosh I was so living in the moment I never really took pictures or I never I didn't realize how lucky I was at that time like I didn't realize like the kind of opportunity I had with just like the entertainment world or just having the kind of people I was able to meet. And you know, famous musicians like Ray Anthony, like who's no longer with us, but he was half's good friend. He was there. There There's so many old school Hollywood to newer to ah, I could just keep on going. Well I think as an
1: outsider too, for like me, I never went to any mansion parties. Like you would only see those things in the tabloids. Like that's the version of what yeah people like me and Outsider got to see of the Playboy Mansion and you were like there firsthand. Like some of these parties, masquerades, all this other stuff. But again,
2: I didn't realize how lucky I was at the moment or how many I lived like in this little tiny bubble
1: that was like, (laughs) wait,
2: no, no, no. Now I'm in a bubble of suburbia. It's (laughs) just so different. And I'm just so glad that I not only survived (laughs) those times, but you know, my husband was able to share it with me. He came, you know, the good seven I I I would say I spent a good ten years like being able to go to the parties and doing so much. And, you know, I missed I I didn't go to everything because I had other obligations with friends or family. I mean, not – hardly I mean you can just get an invite to the mansion so that's it it was sometimes hard not to be able to experience it with other people because I was like oh I don't know I I don't know why I was able to do as much as I was during this time but gosh good memories and I know the friendships that I've created and to this day you know it's it's funny just to kind of like go down memory lane and be like what were we thinking and the stuff we wore and the hair the way we did our hair it's just an era
1: it's the end of an era and it's crazy to think about I think it's so cool because from knowing you for a few years, I have seen some of the friends that you have made through Playboy and and those friendships that have lasted this long. And I mean, speaking of, we have Nikki Mitchell here today. Don't you know her from Playboy? Yes. So I met Nikki.
2: She was so, so young when she came into town, and she was testing for Playmate. And we had a couple women that worked at the mansion, and I think it was either Mary or Jenny said, you know, she was really shy. She didn't really know anyone. And they said, we're going to introduce you to Jessica Hall. She's nice to everyone. And I was like, oh, (laughs) that was sweet. So they introduced her to me. And I kind of was like, Oh, hey, and just kind of having fun with her it was her first time at the mansion. And then when she came back to a party, I don't know where she was living at the time, like somewhere south. And um, she came back. And so she came to my house and we got ready went to Midsummer Night Dream Party. And we just I, I just kind of connected from then on. And then she reached out to me not too long ago. She started her own podcast called Hen House. And she's so passionate about it. She talks about I'm gonna let her tell her story. But it's uh it's more than just the world of modeling and friends and Playboy and she's gone through a lot and she's out there to inspire other women and just talk about you know the struggles and body issues and I love the name of it if you look at the artwork it's like she's this sexy little thing that you know I I've, again I met her through Playboy Hef discovered her and was like you're and, gorgeous and that was a funny thing back in the day it's like how you know how do you get to do this how do you get to do that like Heath literally handpicked like every single girl that was out at his house like the weekends and who he trusted he was a very loyal person I think the mo- most people in my life The quality that I would say is the the uh, loyalness. Is that a word? Loyalty. Loyalty. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) You like that I asked so flat out. (laughs) Yeah. But I I think I'm drawn to people like that. And I've said that about Kevin. I've said that about so many people that I just could. I mean, I have the same people in my life for
1: so many years and I feel very grateful for that. That sounds like just kind of who you are, too. Like, that's what you... I mean, bleed really truly yeah, is like loyalty, fun, you know, openness, you know, like that's who you are. That's how I
2: want to live. That's how I want to, I want to, you know, like I was saying in another podcast, like I feel. I still feel like I'm in my 20s. I still feel like that fun, vibrant young. I don't want to lose my identity completely because now what? You know, I'm in my late 30s. I'm a mom. I'm this. I know I'm a good mom. I know I'm a good wife. I know I'm all those things, but I still like to have fun. And I don't think anything is wrong with that.
1: Nothing is wrong with and that. And that's
2: why I like to escape here to flashbacks and reminisce about these memories as if they were yesterday. See, we're still more than But I don't want to forget either. There's moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. And we get to come here. We get to talk about it. Like it's still... <laughs> It's fresh in our Uh, mind
1: when it's so many years ago. That sounds so awesome. I can't wait to hear. Maybe Nikki has some really fun memories that she's going to share. Let's bring her in. All right. Jessica, I like your friend Nikki, like, right off the bat. And why is that? Nikki brought us a gift. She did? She did. Here it is. Here it is right in front of us. (gasps) Nikki has been listening to the podcast, and she was so upset that we had to suffer through Coors Light that she brought a bottle of champagne. You would, that isn't that is. the
2: sweetest, Nikki? Oh my goodness! So by far favorite guest. If by far favorite. Guest. If any of our guests are listening, you <laughs> suck because you did not bring a champagne. I mean, <laughs>
1: what, with the boob? come on! You are the sweetest. Thank you so much. You're so welcome.
2: You know, I love that uh, our our boss walked her in here, and you guys have met before, Nikki. Is that is that what you guys were talking? We did.
0: We met uh, at the Playway Mansion. Okay. Well, we all met not at the in two thousand and two. Not in 2002. He's like, <laughs> I said, yeah, uh, Jessica and I was at Midsummer Night Dream Party. And I we have a picture you. all together. Yes. Yes. D- can you find that? Actually, I think it was in the magazine. You guys with Kevin was was like a group of us.
2: Yes, I totally remember this. Actually, very well now. I just got, see, this is what I'm talking about. If you don't talk about it, you lose it. I don't know if that's, (laughs) I don't know if that's.
0: (laughs) If you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, something. Something like that. You got
2: to find that photo, will you? I got to
0: find it. Yeah, when I leave here. I believe in you, Nikki. Yeah, I'm going to find it. But he's like, yeah, uh. We met in like 2002, and I was like, "No, I was in elementary school. <laughs> I, in I think in second two. No, that was not. That wasn't me. I met <laughs> you maybe in 2010. Oh my god! So gosh, we time. were just talking about this
1: before you came in the room
0: because uh-huh. Jessica's
1: always asking me stuff about." being on The Bachelorette and just hearing some of the inside stories. And, like, I find it so fascinating to hear about her time at the mansion in Playboy and some of the parties that you went to because back in that era, like, we, and I mean, like, me and the other listeners as outsiders, we have no idea what it was like to be a playmate or to, like, test shoot for Playboy or to talk to Hef or to go to the Midsummer Night's Dream. Like, those pictures were in every magazine during that period of time. And you just, like, had to kind of use your imagination as to what went on at those parties or what that was like because you had to be invited, right?
2: Yes. And I was telling Deanna, like, I don't feel like I – at the moment – I was just living and having so much fun. Like, I didn't realize how lucky we were to experience what we were able to experience then. But I also think that a lot of people's perspective of it thinks that we're all naked, going crazy, (laughs) getting drunk. And yes, but there's also a, like, it was kind of the same people got invited. Like, I was talking to Mm -hmm. her about Hef just being so loyal. And if he likes you, loves you, like, you are invited. Yeah. What would you, your take be on that? Because, I mean, you came in l- later than I did, but what was your experience like?
0: Yeah, I think um, I was on one of the main guest lists. I know there's, like, different ones yes. um, to get invited to his parties. And, oh, and oops, his I'm house. sorry, for someone who doesn't know, yeah. there are different guest lists. Like yes. you said, the main guest so list.
2: There's, I could elaborate if you want, but yeah. there is like the party guest list that would come there's like three four big parties of the year so that was a separate guest list and then there was one that would do like little smaller intimate parties for i don't know um companies or just so there was all these like it's kind of hard to explain but then he also had his private guest list that was like sunday fun day movie night stuff like that and then there was a guest list that pretty much you can go up whenever you wanted like, oh you would gosh. have access. You'd go up to the gate, talk to that magic rock. The security <laughs> knew everybody. If you were a guest that was literally able to come up there whenever you wanted, they knew you by name. And, and it as was...
0: individuals,
1: you all knew which list you
0: were you on?
2: Did. You would know by the invites, yes. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, I loved going to uh, Sunday Funday. That mm. was my favorite. It was, like, so relaxed. So Nikki and... was
2: on the second list. That was pretty much – the first list is basically being able to come there anytime you want. So she was on, like, the high – list of weekend fun and
1: stuff like that. I love a good Sunday yeah. fun day. Oh, oh yeah. So oh, that is yeah. so. So what would that, would Sunday fun day, what would that consist of? Because again, as an outsider, we only saw photos or like if you were happened to see a clip, like what was Sunday fun day?
0: Yeah. So if it was nice outside, we would go by the pool and just hang out through the day And then if it was like cold or rainy, we would go into like this game room, and it was called the game room, right? Yeah, yeah, the game room. Wait,
1: you're missing a lot of detail. I know. And is this like is this like what I want it to be? Like you guys get to order whatever you want. Yes. So listen, you you get
2: invited to the pool, you get to show up. It's an open bar, whatever you want. There's butlers serving you food, whatever you would like to eat. There's trampoline. There's a zoo. There's tons of different activities to do. You can go down to the gym. You could tan. You could. It was like uh, it was amazing. I and like, again, at the moment, I'm just like reminiscing now, like I would kill for a day. To, I know. Like, it cambering. sounds like a perfect
1: spa day for I me. I mean, that sounds uh-huh. so great. If you went to the Sunday Funday, you got to go to most of the parties. Is that what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're oh, okay. The Sunday okay.
2: Day, you pretty much, like I said, you are on that list.
1: Oh, very good. And did that happen just because you
2: yeah, were how a playmate? Did you, how did you get that list?
0: So I wasn't a playmate. Oh. I was just, um, I had posed for like a different uh, special editions magazines for Playboy and I, when I was testing there, I just became like close with the girls. And um, I was always, tried to always be very nice to everyone and talk to everyone. And I think that kind of got me in there. Well, yeah. you
1: seem very likable. And what is that like? Like, r- clearly I know photo shoots for me are very different than photo shoots that what you guys have done. What what is that? Jessica has touched briefly on this, mm-hmm. you know, where she felt truly very safe when she did her shoots with Playboy and never felt like it was this misogynistic kind of situation. Tell us what that is like, the the testing aspect of it. You know, I'm sure you were. Were you nervous? Like. I would have been nervous.
0: Yeah, I think I was nervous for in. about two seconds. The and Keep then Two seconds. <laughs> two seconds. And then when you take your clothes off, it's, I feel like, kind of empowering. Um, no one is treating you like you're naked. No one is sitting there. And there, plus, there's so many people in there. There's, like, the photographer. No there's, one's looking. There, there's a, a guy that gives you a Coke if you want to make your nipples hard. Like, there's um, a lighting person. I just cannot
1: even a, imagine.
0: Yeah, someone who's dressing you. And, like, I mean, there's so there's so yeah. many people there.
1: Right, and I imagine what they truly want is they want you to look and feel mm. beautiful, right? And I think Jessica has said this numerous times. She felt beautiful, and I would, I hope that you probably felt the same way.
0: Oh, yeah. I feel like everyone with Playboy um, was always so kind and empowering, and I always felt like Hef and that whole – the whole situation was empowering women. They loved women from the beginning, but, you know, feminists before a feminist was cool.
2: I think that with the women and stuff like that, they were probably the ones that the men never treated you uh, bad, I think, in the no. Playboy world. It really wasn't. Have you ever hooked up there, hooked up at the mansion, seen anyone? Don't lie. Just be honest. It's in the past. No,
0: I have never hooked up there because I was engaged when I was going there. You were? Oh, yeah. And it's so funny because when I would go, the girls would obviously know that I was engaged and they would be like, I can't believe you're leaving your ring on. It's like, people take it off. And I'm like, what? What kind of shit is this? (laughs) Taking it off? No. So I would wear my ring and, you know, but we were engaged. I was super young. It was my first, like, we were together 11 years. How old were you at the time? Oh, my gosh. When I started going there, I was 19.
1: Oh yeah, so young. Yeah.
0: You were engaged at nineteen. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other story. A whole other Did you story. marry this man? I did not. Okay. Wow. Nope. Eleven years and I was like, I can't do this anymore. That's a
1: long time. Yeah.
0: But you get together young and you think this is it. You know, you you start thinking, gosh, what am I gonna go start over with somebody? So And Nikki, yeah. where are you from? Ohio. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See? Like, I feel like
1: that's a total, you know, sometimes in the Midwest or even from the South, right? When you date, you're like, I don't know. Maybe it's the same. I know you're from California. But, like, when I was in high school, I met a guy. I see anybody in high school. And at, like, like, 15, I was like, that's cool. I'm going to marry him. Can you even believe that that's what I thought my life should be? Like, I was going to marry this dude that I dated from 15 and live in Noonan, Georgia for the rest <laughs> of my life and do what?
0: Exactly. I live on I the know. farm. Like, that's yeah. what I was thinking was going to happen. Uh, we got together when I was 15, too. And that's what you did. Like everyone was marrying the people that they met.
2: So how did you get to the Playboy Mansion at nineteen? I don't think I remember the story.
0: Oh, I submitted pictures when I was eighteen to okay. to Playboy, okay. and uh, they ended up contacting me like a couple weeks later. It was actually my senior year of high school.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, and you were ambitious. I was. I like yeah, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had been
0: watching uh, Girls Next Door for years, and I was like, I'm, I am I want to go. I'm going to go there one day. Yeah. And I submitted my pictures. I took my homework on the plane with me. Like,
2: oh, wait. What's your
0: homework? My homework, was I was in high school. school. Oh, your homework for high school. Oh, homework I'm sorry. <laughs> I like, gave you homework. Real high school. No. <laughs> oh. And looking back, I was like, fuck, I was so young trying to do that. but it, That's pretty badass, Nikki. Yeah. I mean – Were your parents it, it really was... supportive? Yeah. My family um, – they're very supportive, yes, of, of any like decisions that I make, as long as I'm not like somebody. <laughs> you, you as, long as I'm not naked. I'm as sorry, long as I I'm had not to. Naked. I had to. Yeah. No, they, they were very supportive. My mom actually was the one that took photos of me to send in, and it's just the rest was history, I guess.
2: So, cut to, now you are the host of The Hen House, Mm -hmm. uh, doing your own podcast, but there's not, by looking at the image of this, it's a super sexy one of Nikki and her legs up in the air, and it's called Hen House, and it just looks, I think people are going to get the wrong kind of idea of what Mm -hmm. it's actually about. Can you give us, like, a little rundown of the podcast?
0: Yeah, so, a few years ago, I had a double mastectomy, and it really changed my life, um, I went through like a lot of ups and downs and like a lot of emotional things that were tied to that. And I just decided to write a book and then to start this podcast. And the podcast is more so about having different guests on. And we talk about where we've been, where we are now, and like all the shit in between. We've all gone through crazy things in life. So I think it's important for people to hear that they're not alone. Um, So
2: where did you come up with the name?
0: So an actual hen house is um, something to keep female chickens safe, like keeping the cocks out. And so I really, <laughs> I really loved. Um,
2: what if you want the cocks in?
0: Yeah, you know, the cocks. I, I, think, <laughs> I just like to say the word. I, I don't know, know why. I'm sorry. I know. I'm so mature.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: I was thinking, uh, I was thinking about that too. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, cocks are like you want to keep all the women safe. You want to keep them like in a good headspace. You want to keep the morale, you know, no no, like assholes around. And so I really liked just the concept of, of hen house. And I always call my best friend, my mother hen. So it just kind of all stuck. And um, that was the, that's the title of my book. And then you and I had a conversation like a few months ago. Yeah about keeping the title. And I, so I just decided, you know, and I'm, I'm so gonna, happy
1: you did. So her book it's is very yeah. catchy. It's yes. super catchy. Like, yes. I mean, I obviously would think like Hen House, I was thinking like, it's going to be something totally different, but like, it's super catchy. And that's really what you want when you're right. having, you want a good photo and you want a good title. And that's mm-hmm. the way it should be. Now uh, you have started recording Hen House, the Hen House, Hen House.
0: Uh, it's going to be, cause there's a couple other Hen Houses on there. I so know. So I was just trying be... to search
1: cause I want to see this gorgeous shot of you.
0: Oh yeah, so well, let's clarify the name. Yeah, so it'll be under the Hen House the podcast. Hen House yeah, podcast. okay. And it hasn't launched yet. It'll be towards the end of the month. So yeah, have you started? Oh yeah, we, I've been recording. I've been so, so give us a, a little months.
1: tidbit. Have do you have a favorite guest so far? Something Jessica funny Hall. that has happened. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Jessica <laughs> Hall yeah. is my favorite guest right? so and far, and she's very funny. So, but you also had Heather Ray Young.
0: No, not yet. I haven't had Heather yet. Um, She she did say she was going to come on. But you know, she's super busy with like this wedding stuff. So I am going to get with her. I had Gabrielle Stone on which I know that she's come on this podcast. Yes um she wrote a great book too yeah I mean I I love just reminiscing with people and like talking well, to them clearly and we love stories. that too I yeah. know
2: <laughs> sometimes I'm like maybe I should have some more structure <laughs> but then I get bored <laughs> no no you
0: got yeah you got to just go with it
2: so Nikki you have to tell me the yeah. fact that we met at the Playboy Mansion we have talked about stories you don't have any like crazy experience of a drunk moment or I know that
0: you're a engaged, celebrity so no, that hit yeah, on you like
2: anything fun? Hmm. I mean, gosh, mine goes down the line. I've already said it. I, I mean, I, I haven't stopped talking about things.
0: Well, you know, I'm not super crazy. That doesn't matter. So, I mean, neither mine.
1: You're you are gorgeous, and oh. I'm sure in 2010 you were still just as gorgeous. I mean, you're surely so young. there's a good story of a celebrity that hit on you at the time. No matter if you were engaged or not, surely there's like a Fred Durst in there.
2: Stop saying that, a That's Fred what? Durst. Oh my gosh.
1: Surely there's a Kevin. No, stop. You know who? Um, Kevin stood me up. And Fred Durst was very persistent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Fred Durst, he sends roses on Valentine's Day. But Ooh. not to – that wasn't – no, that's nothing to do with me. <laughs> Move on. This is about Nikki. <laughs> there has to be someone, Nikki. Or, or were you just, like, blown away by someone that you met at the mansion that, that like, just, just was really
0: cool? Yeah, I um... – I guess I was kind of hit on by um, Chewy. Do you remember him on Chelsea Handler? um, Oh my gosh, (laughs) really? Wow, Nikki. (laughs) I know that's your big. That's my big one. I think. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm totally kidding. He was so sweet. He was so kind. Yeah. Yeah. But I met him there. Um, You know, I think like. So I uh, I was on The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and so my biggest one I think is Leonardo DiCaprio because, and I didn't meet him at the mansion. I know that he's been there, but I know this isn't a mansion story. But that was like that's
2: that's a flashback LA moment, which that's what we talk. I just keep going back to the mansions, my memories. I mean, I could just you know write a book about them, but. Yes. So you, what is your connection with Leo?
0: Oh, uh, so I was on—I uh, was in the movie *The Wolf of Wall Street*, and I was like in a yacht scene, and he was like standing on the yacht, and I was sitting right next to him, pretending to snort cocaine, and <laughs> and so I really loved meeting him. It was—it uh, was cool, and it was one of those moments where I was like, man, I was so in love with him when he was on *Titanic*. When I yeah. was a kid. I mean, yeah. i was so in love. I had, like, a poster, like, hanging in my bedroom. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I can't believe it's come to this. I'm snorting fake cocaine <laughs> with him.
1: And staring at Leo's legs. Wasn't he nice? Now, see, that super nice. is
2: a Hollywood flashback. See? If, I mean, that might be one of my favorites, to be honest. I, I'm pretty sure that
1: we've had a lot of people who have come in here and with they have had a Leo connection. Yes, oh, right? Yeah. Who's also... Kevin's best friend, so that's funnier. I used to bartend at a club in Hollywood, and he would come in a lot. And Mm -hmm. it was so funny to see him come in because he he has that, like, swagger. Like, he might be, like, aiming to be Hugh Hefner because he always rolled in with, like, 12 girls, you know? And not ugly girls by any means, like, supermodels. And they would just sit on the back of the booth in this club. Like, he would sit... You know, on the back top. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not in the seat, but, yeah. like, on the back top. Yeah. And yeah. he'd have all these girls lined up around him like he was Hugh Hefner. Like, he was the modern-day Hugh Hefner. And I just remember thinking, that's freaking, this freaking
0: Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: <laughs> Look <laughs> at him, Titanic <laughs> in the flesh. And yes. I just remember thinking, like, that's so cool. But we've had several people in who have, like, a Leo connection.
0: That's so funny. Because he was big in the club scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. That club scene. That's another thing I just kind of
0: miss, like,
2: back in the day. Is that even anything that, I mean, is the club scene still around?
1: I wouldn't know because I go to bed at 8 o'clock I know, me too. Right. (laughs) All right, I'm just trying to be cool for a minute, okay? I think it is. We drive through Hollywood at times when we're coming into work. We we carpool most of the time. Mm -hmm. And we're always reminiscing as we drive past some of these buildings. You know how I know you're old? You carpool. <laughs> <laughs> you carpool. Why else would you drive around in Los Angeles without getting in the carpool lane? <laughs> oh, good point. That's but we reminisce. We think about all these restaurants or these clubs that mm-hmm. used to be around town that we all frequented, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. I, I realized that you were engaged at the time, but didn't you frequent some of the clubs around Hollywood?
0: No, because I was young. I was nineteen. Oh, right, I couldn't even get in. Shoot, you guys have no. a driver. Yeah, I mean that's why when I think about the mansion, I was so young that I wasn't. I wasn't doing anything crazy because I really couldn't. You know, I mean, I I was, yeah. Did they make you wear big
1: X's on your hand if you were under 21?
0: Oh, yeah. Did you really? At the mansion? No, not at the mansion. No.
1: No. personally walks around with a big Yeah, No, no, not at at the mansion. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. So I heard you mention that you have a book. Yes. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the book, because the podcast I know, and and I can't wait to listen and hear the people that you're going to have on. Like, I think that sounds so fun. But tell me a little bit about the book that you have written.
0: So the book is a memoir, and it kind of starts around the Playboy age, like 18, and it goes into, um, you know, Playboy, The Wolf of Wall Street, the breakup from my first, you know, ex, and then it goes into the mastectomy. And, you know, I moved, I think it was like 10 weeks after I had a double mastectomy cross country from Ohio to Arizona, I finally got out of there. (laughs) And um, so it was just a lot at once, I think. And when I was going through the mastectomy, there was like no support for women whatsoever, who was going through that. So that's what really kind of like fired me up and... I need to just do this. Sure. I said earlier, though,
2: how passionate you were about it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nikki called me a couple months back, and she just wanted to pick my brain a little bit about the podcast. And when she was talking about what she's personally gone through and what she wants to talk to people about and just kind of the message you want to get out, Mm -hmm. it was nice to talk to – Someone that was there for the right reasons, that wants to use her voice for something good. And so I'm really proud of you for taking that step.
0: Thank you. Creating the
2: podcast. So our listeners, um, this will be airing soon. So how can they get on a waiting list? Or, I mean, where can they find this information about pre-buy. Is that what the kids
0: call it? Pre-listen.
2: I don't know. Deanna, we're not that cool. Pre- that something. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that either. I guess I'm not cool either. Um well,
1: just so
2: people I can know.
0: know
1: to I mean they're gonna want to hear this and they're
0: where gonna can start they, finding
2: yeah.
1: your podcast. Where can they start? I'm sure there's going to be a pre um buy for your book once it goes on sale. <laughs> yes. Uh, right? Where can they where can they start to look for you on on these oh, places? Yeah. So will so the podcast can... don't be on all the platforms? It
0: will, yes. And then you can um you can find me on Instagram at Nikki N I K K I underscore henhouse and I'll be, you know Putting things on there, but my um, my podcast will be launching at towards the end of the month, and the book won't be available until beginning of twenty twenty two. It's at the final editing process right now. So but
2: how exciting. Great it's way so to start exciting. the new year. Um, yes. Do you feel good? Are you I feel good. In health?
0: Everything's great. Oh, yeah. I've never been happier. This year was such a good year for me. So I'm really, really grateful and excited. Are you dating? I'm not dating. No. You know, honestly, I thoroughly enjoy being single. Yeah. Thoroughly. I mean, you're engaged for 11 it. years. Yeah, I was with someone for eleven years. I've been engaged twice actually. Oh. And you know, I'm just like, I, I really, really love like being single and just doing whatever I want to do and focusing on like the book and the podcast and nothing wrong finding with finding your purpose. Yeah. Chasing yeah. your dreams. Exactly. Now's the time. Yeah.
1: Now's the time. That's really awesome. I was trying to think of any more Leo stories. <laughs> oh Leo. Darn. Well, I mean I know. we did have a guest that thought maybe her child was the bastard child. I of- <laughs> literally was thinking that was no. the bastard child of Leonardo DiCaprio. Could yeah. you imagine? No, oh I mean my he gosh. does look like him. He does He's totally so look handsome, like him. He's so handsome. But
2: we found out it is not. So <laughs> <laughs> I love your flashback of doing Wolf of Wall Street, doing fake cocaine with that's a very cool. That one. was a very good one. Did I you like, like seriously
0: have to like physically snort something? About yeah. those? You did. Yeah, it what was, was like it? crushed up B twelve. Did it oh, burn? Well, that
2: makes sense.
0: No, it didn't burn. It was. How many times would totally you have to fine. do it? You know, oh, my gosh. I actually. It's like so, jumping off walls. Yeah. the Literally. Only, <laughs>
2: like, well, B12's energy. Yeah. I
0: don't know. I know. The only thing that I have ever put in my nose is Afrin to, like, get on the plane. Yeah. you know like and so i was That's like how <laughs> how do you exactly like do this i don't even know how to did, s- did you have to audition cocaine.
1: and was this part of your audition was how you could mm, snort like no, what you, no. what did that audition look like so
0: one of the was someone that i met through playboy actually was doing um casting for martin scorsese so she had contacted me and it was in new york so it was easy for me to get to And she had asked me, like, do you want to come and and be, like, an extra for this movie? And I, of course, said yes. I had to go. And so I went, and I didn't have to— Like, physically audition. No, I didn't have to audition. You just showed up, and you were like, I'm
1: an extra. Just tell me what to do and where I need to stand.
0: Yeah. So I um, was—they, like, put me right next to him, like, on this fake yacht, and— they went around and was like, "Okay, here's what you're going to be doing. You're going to be looking like you're having the time of your life, and you're going to be snorting this cocaine." And so, I like, do
2: I get extra pay for that? I know. Yeah, I, I yeah. You did. So I, oh.
0: I did actually <laughs> oh, because okay. it's like you're, you know, pretending to to do drugs. Yeah. So yeah. you got extra pay, and it's kind of the similar thing of, like, pretending to have sex. You know, you're getting oh, extra great. pay for that. So, okay. Oh, well, that's like, good to okay, know, Okay, that's Jessica. fine.
1: Just in case we ever end up in a movie and we have to pretend to have sex. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's going to ask us to be an extra <laughs> no. in a bikini on a yacht doing cocaine. <laughs> Go well, ahead. We're pretending to have sex in a movie, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> we're good.
0: Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get paid extra. Okay. It's great. Yeah. Okay, so moving on. So they went around and they are showing us and I could not get it down. Like, like the snorting of the... the snort- like, it would just go everywhere, and it just was not – it was not working out. And the guy came was back Leo, over like, patting you on the back? Like, it's okay. <laughs> and uh, it's no. fine that you don't they're have probably
1: line. Oh, yeah. I get
2: – yeah. Because – I've been on sets where it's like they're not that kind. So like if,
0: Well, you know, they're, they're wanting to get the job done. Yeah. They're not wanting to, like, redo all these takes over and over again. And this guy, he was like – I guess he was the cocaine helper. I don't even know what his job <laughs> title was. But he, like, came over, and he's like, you know what? Just – just have fun. Just act like you're partying. You don't even need to pretend to like snort the cocaine. Like, okay, because at this point, i sn- I had literally done so much that, like, I don't know. I'm not good at this. <laughs> this Burn yeah.
1: holes? Isn't that cocaine burns holes in your nose? I mean, I don't realize you didn't have real cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. No, but no. All right. 12. So, do you, do you want to be an actress, or this was just like a cool opportunity? Oh, no. Like, wait. You. So, what happened at the
2: end?
0: What do you mean? So you just had fun? Oh and yeah! You finally just,
1: learned how to snort cocaine.
0: Yeah, the cool. Because I'd want
2: that extra pay. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. They they teach you the cool way. They like have you know you put it in your like finger a little bit like your fingernail. Like I don't know any of this, but I learned a lot from that day. It's great. Yeah, I learned a lot. Yeah. I haven't used it since, but <laughs>
1: oh, okay.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was cool. So is that what
1: you did? You put it in your finger and you? Oh yeah, that. To snort and it? they
0: have like these little like mirrors with it all spread up. Spread out like in the lines, you know, and you would go I'm around it. I have and... to go back and watch Let's The go Wolf snort of some Wall Street. 12.
1: So let's just do it. I need some B12. So do I. <laughs> get myself going for the day. Yeah. So I could you to go back ma- and watch the movie so that I can see this scene because I've seen The Wolf mm-hmm. of Street. Wall- I feel Wall Street, like I remember that. but like I'm having a hard time picturing this scene but now that I know We're you in have a bathing it- suit?
0: Yeah. Well, in some of it, it depends on which cut you watch. So on some of it they like put in magically a bathing suit that I did not have on when we filmed this. <gasps> It was so crazy, and like the preview for the movie, I had like this purple bikini on, and I did not ever—I was naked the whole time. I did not. Was it not shot wear... on a
1: like a green screen? A green screen. Oh, yeah. so you, they can easily change those things if you yeah, want. Like, it was like <inaudible> on a fake yacht. So you were naked. Uh
2: huh.
0: Naked, but you weren't. But
1: you were. Partying it depends on which on one you watch. This pretend yacht, naked. Yes. Like you physically, like your vagina was out.
0: Yes, but naked. Along with many and pretending uh, the other girls.
1: to snort cocaine.
0: Yes, that's correct.
1: Oh my gosh, that's
2: amazing! Wow, <laughs> wow, this
1: is really coming together for boring. me. Boring. I'm <laughs> telling you, in front of so when you met Leo, were you like, mm-hmm. "Hello, sir"? Like, you're naked. Where did yeah. he keep eyesight?
0: They did a good job at giving you like robes, and you were in the robe the whole entire time until they yeah set action. You know, so it wasn't wasn't like I had to like physically meet. And he's not paying any attention to me and these other girls when he's like filming Doing his thing. I mean, yeah, because like, he's so into it. So yeah.
2: I was topless in a movie before.
0: Oh, movie? Yeah,
2: it was with Chris Pratt. It was a uh, Playboy did a bunch of hiring. It was like me, Tiffany Fallon. Uh, gosh, I can't remember half. How... Oh, even the Kardashian. It was a long time ago. It was called Deep in the Valley. And I had like a shower scene that I was like topless, like a school girl showering. Yeah.
1: Wow. Uh-huh, oh my yeah. gosh. Uh-huh. I didn't Like your that. boobs are on film.
2: Yeah. But now, I mean, I have new boobs since then. But yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Good <laughs> That's times. Pretty cool. All right. Let's end on that
2: note. Yeah. I guess so. That's a really great flashback. <laughs> I didn't care. I didn't care. Oh my gosh. I, did, I even got a credit. I'm like, oh, great. I did not expect to like get my name in the credits. Like, because I didn't even talk.
1: What did they call you, topless girl in shower? Um,
2: <laughs> no, I think I had a name. Ooh, I can't remember exactly. That's very cool. Nothing that I probably wa- wanted to bring up, actually. No I've never even, in, <laughs> <in a movie. laughs> never even been in I a movie. Never even been in a movie, not alone being top topless in one. It was so fun. it was like, I was so young. It was Chris Pratt. It was just a funny spoof about porn. It was funny. Like a lot of Denise Richards, Kim Kardashian, oh, the Kardashians fine. were in it. Like it was a bunch of like little characters, but he was the main one. And it and was, it was just, filmed at the Playboy Mansion? No, it was oh. filmed in the Valley. <laughs> oh. Because that's where all porn films <laughs> All right. All uh, right. Nikki Mitchell, thank you so much for coming on Flashbacks and letting us know a lot of your fun flashback memories. Also, check out the Hen House podcast, which is coming at the end of the month and your book to be released twenty 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 two. 2022. Yes. That sounds so funny. 2022, that's where we're at. I know. Wow. That was hard to say.
1: Wow. Um, all right. I'm Jessica Hall. I'm Deanna Stagliano. And this is Flashbacks.